Good afternoon. You're listening to WQKE LP 93.9 FM out of Plattsburgh, New York. You're currently listening to your not three, but two o'clock sports report with Desmond and Liam. Desmond, how is your sunny, beautiful Wednesday afternoon? I'm tired and yeah, I'm tired. End of sentence? Yeah. That's we, all I really have to say. We have a good little show for you guys today. It might not be a full hour, but we hope to give, just give you updated on sports, you know, do our normal quizzes, whatever. So let's go right into it. First thing I actually want to talk about, Desmond, I didn't mention to you this before, but I forgot to mention on Monday the Kentucky Derby took place last Saturday. Did you hear about this? <sighs> yeah, I saw it was, the horse with like 80 to 1 odds. Yeah, so it was the second biggest upset in uh, Kentucky Derby history. Let me give you Liam's analysis because it's phenomenal <sighs> what happened. Racing. Dude, it's phenomenal it's what happened. It's horse racing. So it was a very mixed field this year where a lot of there weren't like there wasn't like a clear favorite and Rich Strike which as of last Friday the race took place Saturday as of last Friday was or Friday yeah wasn't set to race he he only got in because there was a last minute scratch gets in and there's just so much like there's so many cool stories whatever we'll go into them after race starts Rich Strike's in 18th place last place at the at the halfway point then he is like He's infamous for, like, if you look at the horse's track record, he's infamous from jumping places right at the end of the race. Like, so horses, they get, like, do you know this? Like, they get, like, competitive. Like, they're, like, like they, they feed off that, like, kind of that adrenaline, kind of yeah. like humans are. It's really cool. And so, like, he's he's back of the pack. The the jockey put on a clinic when they were, if you watch it. Like, the jockey's cu- cutting inside, cutting back outside. Like, a lot of people were comparing it to, um... I don't even remember the horse's name. I think it was two, the 2009 Kentucky Derby. Secretariat? No, it's... Um, That's the only horse I know. It's You don't know American Pharaoh? American Pharaoh won the Triple Crown in 2015. Good for the What's, horse? I don't know. What's the... We're talking about we're talking about the Kentucky Derby right now, bro. I'm trying to think of... I can't remember the horse's name. It was like, it's like something bird. Whatever. 2009. Larry? What? Larry? No. That'd be funny, though. Like in that in that year, which a lot of people are comparing it to, the horse won by just riding the rail essentially. Like it kind of stood to the inside and just passed everyone. And Rich Strike employed a similar tactic. It kind, of, but it was kind of like cutting inside, cutting back outside, just going around horses. They get to the last, like the last turn, and he goes from like middle of the pack and just starts going, like hit the gas. It was unreal how fast he's going. And like, it, you know, like the Kentucky Derby is a pretty long race. The horses in front are starting to kind of lose steam, and for some reason, Rich Strike just kicked into high gear cuts to the i think the inside now passes the the leader right in the last like the last couple strides and wins to the kentucky derby even the announcer was like lost his mind like he's like oh epicenter and first that was the one who was at first at the time battling in the second place then all of a sudden he's like rich strike out of nowhere like just completely cut the inside just passed everyone for a very very historic win like i said second biggest upset 80 to 1 odds dude think about that if you put a i saw like a tweet it might have been a joke but like someone's fantasy losing pool or like their um excuse me their like their not prize but their punishment for punishment. for losing their fancy group was putting a hundred dollars on the horse so the least likely horse to win the kentucky derby if you would have done that you would have won 80 you would have won eight thousand dollars yeah which is absurd to think about so that was really cool now he's one of the more favored horse for the preakness stakes which is in a couple weeks but he's probably not gonna win the triple crown you know way too much about this anyways it's dude it's like <clears throat> one of the biggest like betting wise it's like one of the biggest days in, in like in like it's America. racing it's you are not big about the oh i have a i'm not you're uh, gonna get mad nope there's a cool golf story that happened yesterday dude you're gonna love this one i'm say it just say it. so the u.s open qualifier was or, oh uh, i know i know the story this is, is such a cool story yeah someone's 
I think they lied, first of all. I, I, this is my theory. I don't think it's true, though. Or I don't know if it's true. But to, like, be able to... Whatever. His punishment for losing his fantasy group was going to play in the U.S. Open qualifier. Yeah. I First first things first. The guy shot a 112. Par 72, I think, at that course. So he was 40 over. He had four pars, though. Which is, like... I mean, if you only talk about those holes, it sounds like a pretty good day. Like, hey, I had four pars at the U.S. Open qualifier. But if you think about it, the people I feel bad for are, one, the person he was playing with, because that person's probably, like, a legit golfer trying to qualify for the U.S. Open. And apparently he hit off the wrong tee box to start. He hit off a one when you were supposed to hit off of ten. So he went over to ten and then, like, hit the ball, like, ten feet in front of him. <laughs> it's just so funny. My, but my theory is, is that he must have lied about his handicap to get in. Because they don't just let someone who shoots, like, 112 on average play in the U.S. Open qualifier. He must have, like, pulled some strings or something to be able to get even in there. But that is so funny. Dude, One, th- honestly, like, I, I wouldn't be able to shoot 112 at the U.S. Open qualifier, but I'm horrible at golf. So, there's a, I think that's a pretty funny story. It's golf. You're a hater. I am a hater. You're, You're a hater of the weird sports. Those are the ones I like. No, it's not weird sports. It's just boring sports. Uh, all right. You want to go into NBA stuff? A lot of good, two good games last Hold night. Hold on. We have one NFL thing to talk about, then we'll play a quick game of oh, my bad, Weddle. My bad. You know, it's been pretty tame. Drafts over. Free agencies kind of dried out. Yep. Um, but the only really news is that Tom Brady uh, signed a contract oh, yeah. with Fox Sports to be an analyst for whatever games they cover. Uh, and it's worth 10 years, seventy three $375 million, more money than he's ever made in the NFL. Um it's just, I understand, like, it's Brady. And if he wants to do that, obviously he's going to be the hottest guy on the market. But, like, what if he's bad? That's what I'm worried about. What if he's bad? Then you have to pay him. You either have to deal with him for 10 years or you let him go and then you have to pay him through to $75 million. I saw on Instagram that, <clears throat> like, that happened to Joe Montana. Like, Joe Montana became an analyst after he retired or a color commentator, and apparently he was just not good and they let him go. Yeah, no, uh, not a lot of I don't know if that's true, are. though. I mean, like, in terms of, like, current players, like, Booger McFarlane isn't bad, but he is just states the obvious for 40 minutes. Tony Romo is good at analyzing, but everything else he's annoying. Um, I like Tony Romo. I'm not going to lie. I like the coaches more. Like, I like I like listening to, um, what's his face? The guy that used to coach, Bill Cower. I like yeah. listening to Bill Cower. I like listening to the old coach for the uh, Colts. When they won the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, I cannot remember his name right now. He's one of my favorite guys to listen to, um, and that's why they paid Jimmy um, Johnson. Like I listen, I like listening to those guys a lot more than the former players, unless it's like Michael Strahan or something. But even then, they don't do like the analyst; they just they're do in the like studio. the pre, post, and halftime report. Yeah, and it's. I wish I had the the graphic that I showed you the other day of the lineups for all the big networks. Their announcing crews are stacked. And then you have and then ESPN, ESPN with Joe Buck. But Joe at least Buck. it's only one game a week. You don't have to listen to them often. because And at least it's not the Super Bowl. Yeah. But that's going to be, if you think about it, that'll be, unless Al Michaels changes where he announces, because now he's with Amazon, he'll, he'll never call I thought Super Al Michaels Bowl. retired. No, he's calling for Amazon now. Oh, okay. So, I, th- I think so. But I don't, um, my thing is that you'll never listen to him call another Super Bowl last year. Was no, that yeah. was a good game, though. That's a good way to end out. One on One in the fourth quarter. All right. So with that, so, since I said it's the last, uh, what only really NFL news that we have, we'll talk about. We'll play a game of Weddle quick. Start off like we always do with Mr. Daniel Jones. Okay, we have he's in the NFC. He's twenty three or twenty two, and he's under six foot five. Um, 
who is a young receiver and or running back. I think Justin Jefferson's older than 25. Oh. Is it Justin Jefferson? It's Justin Jefferson. Cool. Oh. All right, we'll move on to hard. Um, oh, my. Did anyone hear that? Start off like we always do, Andrew Thomas. I don't think we've ever gotten it. Uh, we might have gotten no, we it. No, we got a second guess last time with um, what with, sport no, was it? With, it with, no, not the MLB. We got Bregman after like six guesses. It was, po- it was Potal, I think. Yeah, we had... It was someone pretty significant. No, it wasn't Potal. It was Weddle. It was uh, Weddle. It was hard Weddle. We got... I don't remember who, but I know. Okay, anyways. So, Andrew Thomas, under 6'5", over 23, defensive player. Not in the NFC, so we'll go with Tredavious White. I know he's older than that, but we'll see if he's a corner by chance. Tredavious White. Okay, so now we know he's a defensive player. What was that May 9th? Hmm? What was it? Yeah, because that was the day that NFC East quarterback came up. Remember that? Oh, we guessed, yeah. And we guessed Dak Prescott. Was, yeah, and Dak. Then, and then the other guy was Eddie, Eddie Jackson that day. Yep, okay. So, Sorry. we have... AFC defensive player, he is twenty five because he he's two years older than twenty twenty three and one to two years younger than twenty seven. So he's twenty five. A twenty five year old defensive player from the AFC. So what about? I think he's older than twenty five. What about Max Crosby? Try it. Okay, so AFC West, not a defensive end. He's also six foot five. Wow, he's tall. So we have between six foot five and five eleven, a twenty-five year old defensive player. Tall. So a safety could be a safety. Um, actually, I'm going to see if it's a, if it's a DT quick. Actually, no, hold on. So it's AFC West. Broncos, Raiders. I'm trying Chiefs. to think of DTs that they have. None of them have very good defensive tackles. Chargers have. They actually have someone good. He's old. He's pretty good. I cannot remember his name for the life of me, though, so we'll just move on. Try a safety. Try Derwin James. Derwin James. It's Derwin James. You're lying. I'm not lying. It's Derwin what James. What a day. Yeah. We just put on a clinic. Yeah, that was pretty good. Two guesses on the first one, three guesses on the second one. All right. Let's go in the NBA, Devin. Yep. All right. Uh, so, mute my mic. I'm going to move it up quick. Definitely a very good night for NBA games. We It was put on display how truly bad James Harden is. Yeah, I mean, I've been saying for a while that he's just not... Because I went from going, oh, he'll pick it up in the playoffs to, oh, he's he's just not there. (laughs) But, like, I'm not too worried about it to just, he just sucks. Like, he's not good at basketball anymore. But before we go into that game, we'll start off with the Monday night games. We had the first game between the Celtics and the Bucks. This was a pretty good game. Uh, Celtics won this game 116-1. We had to tie the series up 2-2. Jason Tatum had a very slow start, but had a lot of good... Hit big shots on the end, but what is probably the biggest story out of this game was Al Horford dropping 30 points, 8 rebounds on 11 of 14 from the field and 5 of 7 from 3. Marcus Smart had a good game. Jalen Brown wasn't bad, but wasn't that great. Um, as for the Bucks, Giannis had 34 points, 18 rebounds, 5 assists, but shot 14 to 32 from the field. Not the most ideal. Drew Holiday played very poorly. Uh, 16 points and 5 of 22 from the field. Two turnovers to nine assists. That's obviously not bad, but the scoring is what you need from him. Uh, Brooke Lopez had a pretty solid game. But besides that, just is that Rajon Tucker? Is it? Is it, Wow, Rajon Tucker is still in the league, and he's on the Bucks apparently. Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, just a very good game for the Celtics. They needed to win this one to, stay, to keep in the series. Obviously, if you go up 3-1, there's a very good chance they're just not coming back. Um, obviously, 
I mean, even then, Tatum had 30 points and 13 rebounds. We shot 11 of 24 from the field and 3 of 10 from 3. Jalen Brown had 18 points and 5 of 11 from the field, which, again, isn't bad, but I'm kind of expecting more out of a player like him. So at the end of the day, I'm not disappointed by the Celtics, but it's just another game where, like, their guys aren't playing that tremendously. They're two main guys, obviously. I mean, like, 30s on paper good, but he was had a very slow start to the game. But at the end of the day, if you can win a game with Brown scoring under 20 points, Grant Williams shooting nine, three and nine from the field, and like someone like Tice coming up, like they only ran three guys off the bench. No, I know, but that's just how the Celtics have <clears throat> been all season. No, yeah, they, they never have like three 30 point game, three 30 point scores. I, I ever. think I, I, I just again, it, that's it, how their team is built. They're holding, they win games they're like holding that. Giannis, and they're holding. Well, Giannis still. I was going to say Giannis still scoring over thirty. Yeah, but night. he's taking thirty-two shots to get it. But yeah, at the end every, of the day, yeah, true. At the end of the day, it's not the shot. most impressive. But I mean, when Drew Holiday shooting five of twenty-two, exactly. there's not much more for him to do. But I mean, it's it's still Giannis. Is, I said it before. Giannis is going to get his thirty, his forty, his fifty. You just got to hold the role players, and that's what they've been doing all series long. It's just Giannis has had one or two good games compared to Tatum, who's had two to three bad games. But with that, move on to the next game on Monday night, the Warriors and the Grizzlies of the Warriors winning this one, 101-98. Um, Before you go on, did you see that stat that the Warriors led for 42 seconds in this game? No, I did not. They led for under a minute in this game and hmm. won. That's ridiculous. But, I mean, nothing too impressive statistically from anyone on the Warriors. Jordan Poole had 14 on 4 or 12 from the field, not good. Curry had 32 on 10 yeah, of 25 from the won. field, 4 or 14 from the field, not, 18 in the not fourth. bad. I think he had 18 in the fourth. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't able to watch this game, but if he did, obviously that's impressive. Uh, Wiggins had a pretty solid 17 on 7 to 13 from the field, 1 of 5 from 3. That's not the most ideal. Um, Clay shot 6 of 20. Not good. Over 7 from 3. Draymond had his Draymond stat line, 2 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists, <laughs> block. But if I'm not mistaken, he had a block that basically won them the game because I think he blocked a Jaron Jackson 3-point shot. Um, I'm gonna look it up. As for the Grizzlies, no J- no John Morant this game. No John Morant the rest of the playoffs. Well, it's not confirmed, but they're saying he's likely done for the rest of the playoffs. Um, but as on their end, they had their top guys, I guess you could say, uh, Jaron Jackson. Even though this wasn't really statistically that good of a game, 21 points and seven to 21 from the field. Oh, of seven from three, five blocks, but five fouls. Um, Dylan Brooks played horrifically. I heard a lot of funny things about how bad he was uh steven adams had a nice 10 and 15 that's pretty good for steven adams uh besides that nothing i mean kyle anderson slow-mo uh had a slow 17 points on eight shots that's really good but i mean besides that you're not going to win many games without Josh. so the fact that they were even close in this game definitely means something but if Ja isn't coming back for the remainder of the playoffs, like you're saying, they're ma- he, he might not. Then he's not going to come back for the series for sure. Yeah, then then they're more than likely done. Especially, I think the Warriors are up three one now. Yeah, they're up three one. They're and definitely they, done. The, here's my my hot take for today. Hot take. I think that the here's my first. This it's a two parter. Okay. My first part. I think whoever wins that Buck Celtic series is going to win the chip. That's my hot take. I don't know about that one. I don't know. Let me get my second part. My second part is the only team in my mind stopping one of those two teams <laughs> is, is this Warriors, Warriors team. Yeah. And I saw a good ESPN article today that was like, the Warriors are bringing back their devastating lineup that won them those chips, and it's kind of right. Like, they're just disgusting. Oh, you just replaced Kevin Durant with Andrew Wiggins. And Jordan Poole. 
Yeah, I mean, and they're just but like they're good around the perimeter. They score when they have to. Obviously, like Curry, like I said, Curry had a, a significant, a really big fourth quarter that Draymond block, which I didn't even watch until right now. Which oh my goodness, what a block that yeah. was! That's such a Draymond thing to do. Go right up with the three and then block from the other side. But I, I don't know. I that that's my hot take. I think that's a. I think that's valid. Yeah, I mean the way I look at that, if the Celtics can shut down Katie, Kyrie, and hold Giannis, and Giannis, yeah, they're probably not going to have much issue with Curry because I mean Curry is kind of getting held down by the Grizzlies right now. Yeah, and it's I think the similar I run a, I would say run a similar we're guessing that the Celtics play the Warriors in the chip in the championship, but if they did, like I think you run a similar strategy you did to the Bucks, just try to shut down all the role players because that's why the Warriors have been so good this playoffs. It feels like it. Every next man. Yeah, but shutting down shutting down the the role players for the Bucks is a lot different than shutting down the role players yeah. for the Warriors because oh, they agree. have a lot of shooters. The Bucks have a lot of quote unquote shooters that just aren't can't hit shots at times. But I'll say this: completely two different, completely teams. To yeah, but we'll see. We'll see how they end up coming out. Yeah, we're 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 theorizing. But with that, we'll move on to last night's games. First game of the night is what we were alluding to before and talking about James Harden, the uh, Game 5 of the Heat in Philadelphia 76ers game, uh, series. The Heat won this game 120-85. to um, Don't have much to say, really. The, the Philly's terrible. Harden shot 5 of 13 with only 4 assists to 4 turnovers. Tyrese Maxey shot 2 for 10 for only 9 points. And Bede shot, for some reason, only took 12 shots, hit 7 of them for 17. Uh, I know we got hurt at one point in the game. Uh, Tobias Harris shot 5 of 14 with, for 12 points. Then you go to their bench. Georges Yang 0 for 6. Why he's taking 6 shots, I'll, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Shake Milton, 2 for 8. Jordan Springer, who's getting minutes, apparently 1 for 3. Like, they're not going to win with that their depth playing that poorly. And then you go to the – you go and look at the um, uh, Heat. P.J. Tucker, 4, 6, 10 points. Like, that guy should not have two less points than Tobias Harris, four less points than, than um, James Harden. Mm-hmm. He had four less points than James Harden. And yeah. then more points than Tyrese Maxey. Jimmy Butler, 23, nine rebounds, six assists. Bam, 12 points, six rebounds. He hasn't, statistically, he hasn't been the most impressive, but like when you watch him play, the, stat, you, you, the stats don't really matter. But then you have guys like Gabe Vincent dropping 15 on five of seven, Max Schroes dropping 19 points and 10 rebounds. And then, I mean, they had some stinkers off the bench, like Caleb or Cody Martin, whichever one they have, shooting one of five. Dwayne Dedman shooting one of five. But then you have Omar Yurtseven, two for three in eight minutes. Tyler Hero, four of eight, ten points. Victor Oladipo, five of ten, 13 points. Like, you're not going to win. Philly's not going to win games shooting 36% from the field and 28% from three when the Heat are shooting 53% from the field and 39% from three. Absolutely. I mean, we I've, we said it before. Harden is not what even somewhat close to what he used to be. He, I don't know. I I really don't know what's going on with him. He, I, I've heard a lot that he's looked a lot slower. I've seen that he looks a lot slower. It just seems like he doesn't have that first step anymore. He doesn't have the shiftiness. I I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. But at the end of the day, he has to be better. It's like trading his, trading him to the Nets. Like it's like felt like the end of his. I mean, brilliant. yeah, he had the hamstring injury, but, like, we usually don't see hamstring injuries, like, kill a career like that. Yeah, I agree. But with that, move on to the last game of that of last night. Oh, by the way, the Heat are up 3-2 to the series now. Yeah. Um, they got this. Yeah. We have uh, the Suns and the Mavericks. The Suns won this game by quite a bit, 110-80. to 80. 
scoring 80 points in, in, in an NBA game in 2022 is pretty crazy. But um, Maverick side, Luka had 28 points, 11 rebounds, 10 of 23 from the field, 2 of 8 from 3. Not bad, but not what you really want out of Luka. Uh, Jalen Brunson had 21 points, a 9 to 17 from the field. Not bad. But then you go to Reggie Bullock, 35 points, zero or 35 minutes, zero points. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, 37 minutes, eight points, two of six from the field. Maxi Kleber, 24 minutes. Like here, here's my thing: How does Maxi Kleber and Dorian Finney-Smith combine for 12 points in however many minutes? And like I said, Dorian Finney-Smith shot two for six from three, two of five from three. Or two of six from the field, two of five from three. Maxi Kleber shoots one of five from the field, one of four from three. But then Davis Bertans comes in, plays 19 minutes, has 10 points on three of four from the field, three of four from three. And he doesn't get nearly as many minutes. Spencer Dinwiddie, I mean, he hasn't been that good, but like, how is he only playing 16 minutes? You traded Chris Stops for the guy, and now you're just not going to play him? Like, Frank, ne- Frank Nilakinia, former Nick legend, almost got more minutes than Spencer Dinwiddie. I know Frank's been playing really good defense, but still, that's not good. As for the Suns, uh, Devin Booker had 28 points on 11-20 from the field. Cam Johnson had 14 on 5-8 from the field. DeAndre Ayton had 20 points and 9 rebounds and 9-13 from the field. Uh, very good game for their depth. I mean, no one really had a bad game. Chris Paul didn't have a, a great game, but it's Chris Paul. Yeah. He hasn't been very good this this series. Um yeah, the Suns are up in this series three to two. Unless I don't think the Mavs are gonna, unless the Mavericks can have a crazy game six where Dorian Finney-Smith hits eight threes again, they're likely done for the series. And it's, it's really sucks to see Luca do what he's been doing all playoffs and just yep fade into nothing. But with this team, but with that, we'll move on to to the two games that we have tonight. Two very important games, especially for the Warriors and the Grizzlies, who. I'll get into that after because I want to go through the first game because it's chronologically the first game. We have the uh, Bucks and Celtics, game five at 7 o'clock tonight on TNT. Celtics favored by five and a half. That's crazy. But um, Think more. No, I think less. I think it should be. Well, they're at home. That's why. Yeah, because I think you're like automatically three-point favorite or something yeah. like that. But um, it, it's just, again, if Tatum, can have, if Tatum can have a good game, if Brown can have a good game, and Horford just – doesn't he doesn't need to drop 30 but like just drop anywhere from 15 to 20 there's a good chance they win that game because they're going to hold holiday down they're going to hold the role players down Giannis is going to get a 30 you just need someone to match that 30 that's what i'm saying i think someone needs to step up you're you didn't met or you got to it but i think that that's a very underrated factor of that game for that the bucks were not expecting al horford to have a career no they night. they like left they kept yeah that's what i'm saying open. expect him to have a career night so they the celtics to win this game are going to need I, my prediction would be Marcus Smart or so, someone to step up. No, it's, they usually have someone like that. Someone random, like Grant Williams, had like 20 points yeah. earlier in the they season have, the series, something like that. They remind me of the Yankees a couple seasons ago when everyone got hurt and they would have a random player step up every yeah. night. That's kind of the same, the Celtics way. Like someone random off the bench will just step up tonight, guaranteed. Yeah, I think the game the game runs through Giannis on, for both the Celtics absolutely. and Bucks. If, if Giannis is going to go 40-50, I think the Bucks win this game. Yeah, but with that, moving to the last game of the night, starting at 9.30, also on TNT, we have the Warriors and the Grizzlies. Like, how are the Warriors less favorited than the Celtics? Because the Grizzlies are at home. They're coming off a lot. They're coming off a loss, those kinds of things. I don't know, but I, I if there's it's no... It's very weird without Ja. If there's no Ja, I see the... I'm going to look if the spread's the same, because that you're right. That is a fishy, fishy spread. If, if there's no... 
If there's no jaw, which yet yeah, he's out, then they're probably going to win this game by a decent amount. The Warriors are. I mean, move on to the conference finals, play likely the Suns. And for that, I mean, that'll be a good series. It's just, to me, what's going to come down to that is how well is Draymond going to play defensively on DeAndre Ayton? Because he'll probably be an X factor for that. But, I mean, if Draymond can hold can hold um, Jokic, then I think he'll do a pretty good job on DeAndre Ayton. You, you know what I'm thinking right now? What? Sometimes when these spreads look a little weird, they're usually pretty accurate. I think it's going to be a close, closer game than we think. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, they did have no, they had no jaw, and they the Warriors won in the last essentially yeah, the last but, minute of play. But, everyone on the team besides Andrew Wiggins played horrifically, yeah. efficiency wise at least. But it's I don't Warriors. know. We'll we'll see how it goes. Regardless, the Warriors are more than likely going to end up winning the series. All right, let's play some potal. Yep, I'm gonna hold this up my phone quick. Potal. All right, start off like we always do. Mr. Rowan Alexander Barrett Whoa. Jr. Okay, all right. Uh, taller than six foot six. He's on the Knicks, and he's older than twenty one. It's gonna be Obadiah Toppin. It's not Obadiah Toppin. It's so it's a guard, a taller guard, a forward guard. It's not Quint. No way, it's Quentin Grimes. He's no, he's not that tall, is he? No, it's not Quentin Grimes. No, he's like six seven or six eight. Who's a six? He's twenty-two. Who's a twenty-two-year-old on the Knicks? I'm I'm gonna just gonna because it's not quickly. Quickly's not that tall. Kemba no. Fournier no. RJ no. Julius no. Mitchell no. Quickly no. Grimes no. McBride no. Jericho no. Is it like Ryan Archidiacono? No. What? Hold on. It says it's. A, it says so. It's a forward or a guard, not a forward or. Okay. That's a forward. guard. Twenty-two years old too. That's the thing. You know, a twenty-two-year-old on the next. Not anyone that would be a forward slash guard who is between the height of six foot six and six foot nine, who's not Obi Toppin. Um. I'm probably blanking really badly right now. Cause. I'm literally going through the rotation right now, and I don't know who it could be. This is your your prompt, man. Okay, let me go through again. Kemba, no. He's older than 22. Fournier is older than 22. RJ is not older than 22, but he's younger than 22. Um, Randall, no. Mitchell, no. Quickly, no. He's like six foot three, if even. Uh, Grimes, no. We already put Grimes down. You're blanking. Burks, no. Who is it? I'm not going to tell you because I just looked it up. Well, that's not fun. Yeah. Dude, come on. You're blanking on someone so obvious right now. Hold on. Oh, it's Cam Reddish. Yep. (laughs) I I completely forgot he was on the team. I'm like, who? I'm like, I was going to say Duke, but. Because I was thinking, I was thinking of a. Of a wing, but like I, I, we only saw like ten games at a Cam Reddish, so I com- completely forgot. Yeah, why didn't he play? Uh, Tibbs didn't play him, and then when he started playing, he got hurt because Tibbs is a terrible coach. Well, but we'll get into nothing that. new there. Yeah, we'll get that when we start next NBA season coverage. Yep. Uh, with two more episodes after this, 
It's a little it's, to we're going to start thinking about the next what we're going to do next time. But <sighs> we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we'll have your NHL coverage. The draft lottery was yesterday, so that's something we can definitely talk about. And then MLB mm-hmm. coverage. And then we're going to do a quick sporogle quiz where we send you guys off. So definitely stay tuned for this little break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to WQKELP 93.9 FM out of Plattsburgh, New York. Give me one second. Technical difficulties. All right, cool. We got that figured out. Cool. That was not the smoothest transition we've ever done, but we're back, and we're going to go into your NHL content. The first thing I want to start with is the draft lottery results, which took place last night. The Canadians win the draft lottery. I don't even know how many times in history they've won the draft lottery, but it's good to see, good for the market, because it's like Montreal is kind of like the New York of hockey, if that makes sense. Like It's like easily the biggest market biggest group of fans that kind of thing so it's good to see him win the lottery plus they were bad this year yeah so i'm not the biggest draft lottery fan guy fun fact for you what do you mean like you don't like this i don't like the lot i don't like the lottery i don't like it either i i I don't i don't know if (laughs) this is gonna sound so bad if i were a general manager i knew my team wasn't a playoff team i'm tanking yeah you know what i'm saying like if i knew that it it or my team was a borderline playoff team i think i'd still tank like yeah because i mean you're if you're a mid if you're a mid team you're going to get bounced in the first round likely yeah. and you're not going to get good draft exactly. odds but the way i look at the lottery i don't i don't mind it but i'm not the biggest fan of it because there are a lot of times like i don't like saying 2019 because like i'm okay with having rj barrett obviously but like the knicks were in line to get zion we yeah. were in line to have the first overall pick and then oh look at this coincidence the two worst Terrible. markets in the lottery are going to move from picks like eight and nine to one and two mm-hmm. you know two teams that are losing their stars and and are still terrible are still terrible markets let's you know it, there i mean there are obviously moments where like the draft lottery is like obviously rigged in the nba like i don't know if you ever heard about when the knicks drafted patrick ewing oh, yeah. how, how rigged that was i don't ever like saying that something was rigged especially in a situation where that was a theory that's a theory the, what the the ewing draft i think it was rigged but that's still a theory no, no, put that out no. there that was so rigged it was so obviously rigged. Have you ever heard the whole like story and context behind that? Yeah, it's unreal. That yeah. like like David Stern literally said like if we don't get this right, this could be the end of the league because they were under so much like controversy yeah. at that point. No, dude, they yeah, but um, I it just I find it too much of a coincidence in 2019 that the Pelicans are losing AD and we're probably going to be the most irrelevant team in recent memory. And then it's just a coincidence that the most hyped up draft prospect since LeBron or yes, Andrew, pretty much. since Andrew Wiggins, no, probably not, since LeBron, no, no, do not forget the hype around Andrew Wiggins. All right, keep going. Since Andrew Wiggins, and um, just such a coincidence that this bad market team losing their star player is going to pick up another star player, even though they were not necessarily near the odds for the one pick like the Knicks were. Same with the Grizzlies, who lost Gasol, who lost all that whole grit and grind system. Oh, here's the number two pick. Yeah, I don't know. My my biggest problem with the lottery isn't that. It's that, or is in that in a way. Like, the Knicks had the oh, pretty historically bad year in 2019, if we're going to keep talking about like that. Like, they should in, totally be entitled to pick first overall. There should not be any question over that. I like the way the NFL does it in a really like even though the Jags had to pick two years in a row but like the Jags are the worst team last year like they deserve, yeah. they get that first pick whatever it goes Canadians Devils which the Devils have, have had so many high picks over the last few seasons but whatever the Coyotes pick third Kraken fourth Flyers five uh, I'm trying to think of any more relevant teams like the Blue Jackets six the Senators seven Red Wings pick at eight Sabres picking at nine Ducks picking at ten my Islanders are picking at 13 
it's good. I, honestly, like I said, I think it's pretty good to see the Canadians go for, go first overall. Hopefully, they can pull a pretty big prospect there. And uh, like, I don't know, lotteries. Like I said, mixed mixed opinions for me. But let's go into hockey playoffs. Jacek was talking about this. One of our professors was talking about yeah. this as we name drop him on the radio. But first game of the night on Monday night, we'll kind of go through them quickly. The Panthers with a big three-two win in overtime. I believe Sam Reinhart scored the overtime goal. If I'm not mistaken, there. Uh, that is a huge win for the Panthers, who have really, really struggled against the Capitals. I mean, re- to go in as one of the best teams and be down 2-2 to a pretty, I wouldn't say bad, but a pretty interesting team is is uh, not good. And then on top of that, Sergei Bravatsky only had 14 saves in this game, which is just so unbelievable for me to understand, but whatever. I really think the Cavaliers are going to come out on top here, but 2-2, you know, anything can happen. Then a series that I thought was going to be 2-2, Rangers and Penguins saw the Rangers were going to get the, this game back after not being able to complete the comeback. And, man, this was bad. They lost 7-2. So, yeah, like, the New York Rangers, that. who are, like, basically, like, one of the biggest markets in hockey are getting just getting destroyed by the Penguins. And, like I said, experience can – I've had a lot of trouble this playoffs understanding how experience plays a factor, and it really does. Like, you look at their scores, Sidney Crosby, a goal and two assists, Jake Gensel, a goal and assist, like, two players who have been to Cops, won Cops. And they step up big in this game, and that's a huge game you've got to win. We talked about in the last show, games four and five, most important games of any series to win, and the Penguins closed out pretty well. They're now yeah. 3-1 um, going into New York. Flames and Stars tied at two apiece. I knew this was going to be a close series. Like I said, in that series I'm not interested in. Johnny Goudreau had a really good game, goal and assist. Markstrom, 34 saves. The Dallas goal, and they get 50 saves too, which is crazy, but still 4-1, still allowed four. Avalanche complete the sweep, 5-3 win over the Predators. Last night, it loads. Give it a second. All right. Hurricanes with a 5 1 win to go up 3 2. Like I said, a big game five moment in the Hurricanes stepping up big. Uh, Ronto with 33 saves in that game. Definitely a good game. Then this is a game I did not expect to go this way. And especially after two periods, when I looked at the score, I'm like, oh, this game is done. After two periods, like I said, Lightnings were leading 2 1. They lost 4 3, a three goal third period from the Maple Leafs and a huge win. William Nylander with a goal. Tavares with a goal. Austin Matthews with a goal. Big name stepped up. And wow, what a big game there! And that's that's huge. Going up three two now. The defend, two time defending champs go back to Tampa, like essentially having to go uphill. But you know they've done they've done stranger over the last couple of years. Blues five two win over the Wild. Tarasenko with a hat trick. Uh, Pinkton with thirty saves. Uh, I, I feel so bad for like Krill Krill Kaparizov. I think is how you pronounce his name. I, I'm sorry if I butchered that one. That one's I, I got to learn. He's kind of like the Luca of the NHL, if that makes sense. Like a really, really, really good player trapped on a really, really, really bad franchise with a not a lot to go in. Like, they're talking about this. They have like one of the best players in the league right now, one of the best young players in the league. They're talking about rebuilding. That's how bad their team mm-hmm. is. And now they're staring down a three-two deficit. And he had two goals in this game. Like that, if you score, if you score the only two goal te- goals for your team and a five-two loss in the playoffs, that's not a good sign. You're just a good player stuck yeah. on a bad team. And then one of the biggest games last night, one of the most entertaining games last night, Kings with a 5-4 overtime win. Uh, I want to say it's Kemp had the overtime goal. McDavid had a goal and two assists. Assist. Leon Dreisaitl, two goals and assists. Uh, this is such. A, it's going to be so funny to watch Oilers lose again because I really think it will be. I would love to see the Kings win. Such, like I said on the show a couple last week, they're definitely ahead of schedule on the rebuild, and it's good to see them uh, in this position. Tonight, Penguins and Rangers. Penguins looking to close out the series at MSG. Uh, 
I'm ex very, very excited for this game. I, I, to be honest, I want to see the Penguins win. I don't really actively hate the Penguins. Uh, I think they're very... I, I love Sidney Crosby. Definitely cool team to watch. And then a crucial game five between the Capitals and Panthers. I, I don't even know where to go with this game. Florida is favored. It is in Sunrise, so interesting. That's such a cool city name. Sunrise, Florida. Sorry. Keep going. Stars and Amalanche, another crucial game five. Uh, I really think Calgary's going to come out on top in this series, but that's just my opinion. So there's your NHL coverage. It should be a very cool weekend of hockey. By the time we talk next week, we should be narrowing in on the second round. I really hope the second round starts before we, you know, head out on break. Yeah. But, you know, the whole shebang. Let's go into the MLB quickly. There were two really cool stories last night. The first, obviously, the Yankees had a walk-off win over the, the Toronto Blue Jays. They were staring down a 5-3? Yeah, 5-3 deficit going into the bottom of the ninth. I shut the game off. I'm like, they're going to lose. And I'm so used to the Yankees of last year who just could not close out games. They've had Now the Yankees have had four walk-off wins this year, which is the most in all of baseball. Aaron Judge, his first walk-off home run ever, and he crushed that ball. Then goes 4-14 in, uh, into, the Yankees, into Yankee Stadium. And then the other story was the Angels. Uh, Reed Detmers, I believe is his name, yeah. had his first – or had he's 22. Yeah. I think he's a rookie, yeah. And he threw a no-hitter the first of the season. Surprisingly, though, that's getting overshadowed by the fact that Anthony Rendon, there was a blowout, uh, 12, like I said, 12 nothing. So the um, Rays are pitching players, and uh, Anthony Rendon comes up to the plate, comes up, bat, he's a righty, bats left-handed, hits a home run, crushed a ball. It was so funny. So that was a pretty cool story, but definitely cool to see that no-hitter, especially from a rookie. That's a really good experience. And... I mean, that's basically it. The standings are essentially the same. So, like I said, the Yankees are winning 5-2 right now. Or not, like I said, but the Yankees are winning 5-2 right now. Standings are essentially the same. So, there's your kind of baseball update. Uh, some good games over the weekend, so definitely keep an eye on that. Desmond, you want to do some quick sporacle before we head out? Sure. We have a 10-minute sporacle quiz for you guys. i got to find it. Uh... One second. Uh, do you know what the quiz was? It was... I know it's all the way in the bottom of the notes, but it is... Yeah, the, yeah, just um, explain it for the... It's the NBA... It's for, for basketball, the finals winner, finals MVP, and the leaders in points, rebounds, and assists for every year since 1980, I believe. How do you think you're going to do? I think I got this. I think I can get most. It's like I'm still pulling it up. I accidentally exit out. Embarrassing moment. No, you're good. The only thing that I'm worried about is it's... I feel like there might be a random rebounds leader for one of the years, but, like, points I'm not worried about, assists I'm not really worried about, because, I mean, like, Stockton and Chris Paul are going to cover, like, 10, 15 years' worth. Um, so you, not to interrupt you, but you have 10 minutes here, so you got to move. Okay, so right. how do you want to start? Start from the bottom at NBA Champions. All right, here we go. We're started. 1980. Um, 76ers or Celtics? Not the 76ers. It is the Celtics. Or for 81, 80 you didn't get uh, Lakers? It, Lakers, Celtics are going to cover a yep. lot of this. So it goes Lakers 80, Celtics 81, Lakers 82, 76ers 83, Celtics 84, Lakers 85, Celtics 86, Lakers yeah. 80, 70, 87, Lakers 88, 1989. You're going to have, is that the, I have no idea, but we'll just skip a couple years, go to the Bulls, get that out of the way. Bulls and then yeah. Rockets. Yep. Bulls, Rockets, you're going to have the Spurs. They're going to cover a lot. Yep. Um, Pistons. I think 89 is a Pistons. Yep, 89 and, and 90 is Pistons. You've yep. done the 90s. Next one's 2006. Um, Heat. 
2011. Uh, Mavericks. 2015. Warriors. That'll get the most fun. Okay. 2016. Cavs. Okay. 2019. Uh, Raptors. And then... Should be it. Bucks. Bucks. Yep. Finals yeah. MVP. Uh, go all, all the way from the back. Who is 1980? Who won the chip in 1980? Lakers. Um, Worthy. Worthy, Johnson, Kareem. I think those are the only three that should pop up. Yeah. 1980 Magic, 81 Celtics. Uh, that might be Cedric Maxwell. I know oh, it's Maxwell God. or Bird. Maxwell, and then Johnson, 83, would be 76ers. Um, Dr. J, I think, won it. If not him, then like Moses Malone. How do you spell Dr. J's name again? That's Moses, anyway. But Bird, 84, Celtics, or Lakers, 85. Worthy? No. Kareem. Abdul, A-B-D-U-L, Jabbar, J-A-B-B-A-R. It's not a hard name to spell. Okay. Bird, 86. Johnson, 87. Worthy, 88. 89. Pistons. Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. Yep. Nope. Joe Dumars and then and then Isaiah Thomas. Dumars? Dumars. D-U-M-A-R-S. Oh, okay. Sorry. 1991. Bulls. Jordan. It's maybe six Jordan. Then you're going to have Hakeem. Elijah I'm not even going to try to spell that. We'll keep moving on. Spurs, 99. Uh, Robinson or or Duncan, one of the two. I think it's Duncan. Yep. Duncan, Lakers, and... Shaq. I think Shaq won every finals MVP except one so? for that. Is it O'Neal? O apostrophe Neal, N-E-A-L. Oh, that's why I was spelling Neal wrong. Duncan, 2003, 2004, Pistons. Uh, Chauncey Phillips, B-I-L-L-U-P-S. B-I-L-L-U-P-S. Yep. Duncan, 2005. Heat, 2006. Dwayne Wade. Spurs, 2007. Uh, Parker. Celtics, 2008. Paul Pierce. How do you even do this in 10 minutes? Lakers, 2009, 2010. Uh, Kobe. Yep. 2011, Mavericks. Dirk. N-O-W-I-T-Z. No wits. K-I. Yep. Heat. LeBron. Oh, my goodness. Spurs. Kawhi. Okay. 2015 Warriors. Iguodala. I-G-U-O-D-L-A. D-A-L-A. Iguodala. Uh, okay. James, 2016, 2017 Warriors. Uh, Durant. And then 2021 Bucks. Uh, I'm not even going to try to spell out to Takupo. All right, so now we're on to points. Points. Right. So you have a lot of these. Abdul Jabbar yeah, in the eighties. Moses Malone, eighty one. Eighty two would be the Lakers. Uh well no, I don't think it would be does it save the team? Oh no. It no. just says okay. just says nineteen. Alright, so we'll go from the top instead. Okay. So two thousand twenty one. Uh it's not Giannis? No. Nope. Uh, oh it might be. I didn't try to put on Jacob. Okay, so we'll twenty nineteen. No, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Is it um This one's hard. I'm trying to think. Who did the uh, Lakers play in the conference finals again? Nuggets, right? Yeah. Is it not Jokic, is it? No. Is it Murray? Because that was the year Murray had that crazy playoff. It could be Jamal. No. Um, not Jimmy, is it? Butler? No. All right. It's not Davis? No. 
It is. It's Anthony Davis? Yeah. Okay. Kawhi in 2019, LeBron, LeBron. 2016, Cavs. Curry. It would be Curry for 2016. Nope. No? Uh, didn't Clay? I think Clay might have led. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say. So your next one down would be 2001, Lakers. Is it Bryant one point that year? No, we already put Kobe down. Oh, yeah. So it'd be 2001. Is it like KG? Because I think they might have won the conference finals. That Garnett? Year. Yeah. Nope, but he came up with something else. Uh, 2001. Oh, Iverson. Oh, yeah, that's so obvious. Sorry. 1999 Spurs won the chip that year. Um, Is it like Pat is – no, Patrick Ewing. Was it, is it like mm, – Ewing came up with something else, though. Yeah, I figured. Uh, Not Allen Houston, is it? Houston spelled H-O-U-S-T-O-N. Yeah. H-O-U-S-T-O-N. No. Um, no. Uh, you got four minutes. Let's keep going. Uh, yeah, let's go down. Rockets, 95. Uh, it might be Olajuwon. I just didn't try to spell it. O-L-A-J-U-W-O-N. Olajuwon. It was Hakeem. Okay. Um, Next one's 82. Lakers won that year. That was the one that you couldn't get earlier. Wow, you actually have most of these. Yeah. Let's just go to rebounds. How do you spell Andre Kumpo quickly? A-N-T-E-T. O-K-O-U-N-M-P-O. Antetokounmpo. A? A-N-T-E-T-O-K-O-U-M. Antetokounmpo. O-U-N-M-P-O. Yep. There you go. All right. Rebounds. This is where it gets hard. You have Giannis and LeBron, 2021-2021. Consecutively, um, is twenty twenty green? Yeah, Draymond's gonna come up a couple years. Yep. So twenty seventeen, that's on the Warriors one. Uh, twenty seventeen, is it like Zach Randolph? I know. Wait, no, that's way too late for Zach Randolph. He might pop up for another year though. No, Randolph, A R N D O L F. Yeah. Uh, twenty seventeen, is it K Love? Probably K Love. If not, it's probably gonna pop up a couple years. Love. Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. You're going to have 2014. Is it like Roy Hibbert? H-I-B-B-E-R-T. Yeah. No. No, is it um, Serge Ibaka? I-B-A-K-A? I-B-A-K-A, no. Um, is it... What time is it? Okay. Is it... Um, huh. Who could it be? I don't know. Let's just go to assists. Okay. Knockout Stockton. It's going to cover, like, a lot. <laughs> 2021 assist leader. Um, Drew Holiday, maybe? No. Uh, Chris, oh, Chris Paul. No. No. What? No. Uh, Luca, maybe? No. Jimmy? We already tried Jimmy. No. I have no idea. 2016? Not Draymond, not Curry. No. Just put put down, like, these couple of names. Yep. Put down Rondo. Put down yep. Mark Jackson. Yep. Put down Strickland, maybe? Rod Strickland, maybe? No. Try Derek Fisher, maybe? Just because he played 20 years in the playoffs, maybe let him no. win. No. Um... You got a lot of these, though. Deron Williams? A little over a minute. No, You're missing well. a lot of the rebounds. What is it? 
Deron Williams, maybe? No. Uh, for rebounds, try, like, Kevin Willis. W-I-L-L-I-S. No. Try Wilkins for points, maybe. Maybe earlier on in points. Like Wilkins? Yeah. W-I-L-L-K-I-N-S? Yeah. No. Okay. Um, no Kevin Willis, no. 181 out of 210 is what you have right Try now. Alton Lister. Trey Rollins. Trey Rollins. O-L-R-O-L-L-I-N-S. No. Uh, try Dikembe Mutombo. M-U-T-O-M-B-O. Yep. Uh, try... That was a rebound. Yeah. Um, trying to think here. Uh, Wallace, Ben, or Rashid. Yep, one came up for Ben. Um, hmm. 16 seconds. Try to squeeze out some names here. 12. Uh, I can't think under pressure right now. Chris Webber. Try Chris Webber. No. Bibby? B-I-B-B-Y? No, oh, I couldn't get it in time. 87%. What were the ones we missed? All right, here we go. What were the newer ones we missed? We'll go through that. Cause that... So you have every champion, every finals MVP. Yeah. Points leader. Who did I miss? Spreadwell in 1999. Spreadwell? Yeah. Spreewell? Spreewell. Charles Spreewell. I should have got, gotten that, but I, I didn't think it would. I did not think it would have been him. I should have gotten that, though. So Streetwell, you should have gotten this one. 1982. Oh, I didn't put in his name. I forgot. It was Ooh. Dr. J. It was Julius Yeah, Harry. I knew it was going to be Dr. J. Okay, my bad. That's my bad. Rebounds. 2014 is the first one you missed. Dwight Howard. Yeah, I, I, I blanked on him. 2011, Tyler Chander. Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler. Sorry, I can't spell. Jeez. Gasol. Which one, Mark or Powell? Powell. I should have got 2010. Powell. 2009, Dwight Howard. We also didn't really go over the early 2000s for rebounding because I couldn't think. Oh, we're such idiots. What? 1998-Rodman-Rodman-Rodman-Rodman-Rodman-Rodman-Rodman-Rodman-Rodman-Rodman-Rodman-Rodman-Rodman-Rodman-Rodman-Rodman-Rodman-Rodman-Rodman-R